You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Hi, folks. Episode 110 and a half of the Short Shift Podcast. We had some technical difficulties last week. Literally got so mad at my laptop that I haven't opened up all week until today, uh, literally seven days later. And I opened it up and I still had the pinwheel of death on on the program. So here we are. We're going to try this shit again. A few notes that I want to bring up from last week was uh, one, Ian recorded in the dark. Yeah. Ian, yes, do, did. You, do you want to explain why you recorded in the dark? Because, because... we call you out all show, and then Andrew and I figured it out after what an hour and forty minutes. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I changed the wall, and I didn't want I, I just didn't want anyone to be aware of it. <laughs> and then I make it an hour and a half, and then one of you I don't even remember which one just went wait. Is the wall different? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, mean, it's so I think it was Thomas wild. who did that. I think I it was know. Thomas. I think Andrew called you out about the dark and I was like, wait a second. I think I I think I know why. Because even your little light thing behind you was off. Like yeah. it was mysterious as fuck. <laughs> My heart sank when what he was saying. I know. He, tried, he, just... he tried so hard to get off the uh off recording like the second we started talking about <laughs> do you know what, 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 you, what you're trying to set the mood turn the lights down low have yeah. a barney with the boys you know yeah. something yeah. like that god the wall had to change it had been stale we had gotten yeah. stale yeah i mean i think everyone can agree to that sure the other thing that happened uh was andrew won predictions but my question to ian is if you make predictions in an episode that never airs are they really predictions? Does yes. it count? Yes. You know what's even worse is not only did he get the double dub of the 3-2 score, but he even predicted it in overtime. Yeah, it was like a triple it. dub, and it, it, will, it will never be heard. No one will ever believe us, because why should they? We'll just, we're just gifting him a point. According I, to I, DM'd Tia, I DM'd Tia, and I was like, guess who won predictions on the week that, the, the week that we couldn't have it couldn't get an episode out and yeah. she goes we all knew it's not you andrew don't yeah. fucking lie <laughs> yeah nobody's nobody's gonna believe it we're just gonna throw him a bone to be fair put him up. we should have realized the moment that the recording wasn't gonna go out we should have realized like oh andrew's for sure got this one yeah <laughs> this is definitely the week andrew wins <laughs> yep. Yep. so now here to four i will not be making my predictions on the pod it will only yeah. be on my only fans yeah <laughs> jesus oh god yeah. <sighs> no <offense. laughs> one one more thing that I definitely want to point out and it is it's true this week like it was true last week. They play like shit and then the night before we go to record they get a big dub. Mm. It's been a weird pattern, hasn't it? Yeah. This is this is obviously oh, the been the toughest stretch of the season. Yeah. That's a pattern in this season, man. That's a pattern yeah. <laughs> pattern of struggling. 
Uh, Andrew, you put mm. together this itinerary. Yo. Are the Bruins frauds? <laughs> no, I think they just missed Jake DeBrusque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Ian, this one's for you. Do they also miss Thomas Noshek? Fuck off. Oh my God. No, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not being ridiculous here. I'm being serious. Do they, I mean, you look at the face off percentage last night, 19% lowest face off yeah. percentage since the, I think since 2006. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Ah, the size of the actually. Yeah. 18%. Yeah. And here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> the penalty kill where Noshik is really, you know, yeah. the guy uh, has still been great. Yeah. It's not winning face-offs, but the penalty kill has still been fantastic. Yeah, we don't need to solve the penalty kill. There's the other side of the coin that needs some fucking immediate attention, though. Well, no, she wasn't doing anything five on five, and he certainly wasn't on the power play. We don't yeah. miss him. <laughs> like, yeah. we don't miss him at all. Hold like, on, no. He Hold did. on. Still Hold happening. on. Hold on. Noshik being in the lineup kind of is the ballast of that fourth line because now you have uh, Lauko and Greer playing six minutes a night because Montgomery can't trust him. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Lauko and Greer were playing seven minutes a night when they worked with Noshik. That's well, not Lauko was, was playing in the minors when Nozick okay. was here. Fair, but Lauko has been impactful every shift he's had and for some reason still isn't being used. I Tell me he looked bad last night. Tell me he looked bad. He looked great. He looked yeah. bad against Washington. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't great against Washington. I, th- yeah, I think but, a lot of people looked bad against Washington, to be honest. That was that was a rust game right there. Yeah. But but I Ian, I do sort of agree with you that rust can't really be a can't really be a, an excuse because Washington had 11 days off, mm-hmm. but they were both rusty because that was a terrible game. <laughs> Holy fuck. I just looked it up and Freddie went 0 for 7 last night. Freddie went uh, 0 for 7. Boyle, Boyle went 1 for 9, I believe. 1 for 8, 1 for 9. Where's Ryan get his teeth kicked in too? I mean, no one no one had a good night from the No dub. one had a good night, but got the dub. Do you actually think we missed Nosek? Like, do you actually think that's a real thing? In a way, not not in a no shit is like the glue that holds this team together. But I think it helps to sl- I think they missed DeBrusque a lot more. I think mm-hmm. DeBrusque helps the lineup slot down into proper Hot spots. Tapes. DeBrusque <laughs> has missed more than no sick. <laughs> that's, Get the him on of, the inside that's the kind of hard hitting analysis you come to for the short shift yeah. pod. <sighs> but. I think Noshik is kind of missed a little bit because that fourth, I, I don't think Noshik ha Noshik. I don't think Montgomery has the trust in that fourth line in defensive, in defensive responsibilities without him. We're going to agree to disagree because I see the fourth line be utilized in virtually the same exact way. Yes. Except uh, they're playing half the minutes. They're not though. Freddie still got almost eleven minutes. That's and because then he's the also two penalty wingers. killing. Yeah, exactly. And then the two wingers are still sitting five on at like five, six, however. Seven and eight. Five on five. No, I don't. I don't know, man. I. T- no chick was getting less minutes than eleven minutes a game when it got to the tail end before he was pulled. I don't know, man. I think. No chick will probably end up being the extra forward after the trade deadline. You would hope so. Well, yeah. Smith. Uh, is certainly on that list. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, maybe well, that's where we miss Nosek is somehow pushing Smith out of the lineup. Where does he go from? Where does he go from here? Where does to he another go from team? Here? <laughs> <laughs> what? And that's what, is that the wrong answer? 
Some somewhere it's south or firm, west. firm but fair, man. Firm but fair. I don't think he's a bad hockey player. So the, he Smith, doesn't fit in Montgomery's system. He never has. Does not fit because he is a. I mean, he shoots from everywhere, which actually, like, we don't dislike. But Monty likes high quality stuff. Obviously, uh, Smith just can't get to the areas that he wants to open up, and he doesn't have the foot speed to actually have the transition game. Like, he just doesn't fit the system. Like you said, I don't think he's a bad hockey player. I don't, I don't think he's I don't done think in the NHL. speed is his problem at all. I don't I think, think speed is, or physical. Yeah. yeah, I don't think physical attributes are his issue here. Yeah, Pavel Zaka is just the better version of Smith. He's doing exactly what uh, I, Smith was supposed to be doing, and he's doing it this year. I'll, I'll yeah. push back on that a, li- a little bit because Zaka is 11th on the team in five-on-five five shots per 60. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, Smith, he was, he's I wish go, Zaka though, had Smith's trigger though. finger. What's, what's, what's Zaka's like, shoot, shooting percentage like the last couple games, though? Like basically the last like twelve to fourteen games. I believe considerably he's considerably higher. Yes, and I believe he's a point per game player in those twelve games. He is. So his he very much his is. season average is being brought down by a slow start, mm-hmm. right? Or an unwillingness to shoot from the start. Oh my uh, god! Like last night, he's he's just flailing at the puck in mm-hmm. loose transitions, like out in front of the net in the in the closing minutes. There was one point I think he shot one from his knees. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Just put it on net. That's the rule of thumb right now, and it's fucking working for him. That bar- suck it, suck it, Newark. Bar Damsky, that ping. I yeah, love it's unsustainable he- what he's doing, but he no. has been very good. Just yeah. pure snipe every time. Mm-hmm. But Smith is definitely career high in points. Smith is a guy you try to get moved for the deadline, right? What do you want him for? Oh no, no, just the salary. You just no buy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I don't no, see no, 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 I'm saying no. Uh, uh, real question. Who takes him? Uh, well, you don't to make the money work, but who takes dollars. him? Well, no, you'd be looking at something where whether you're trying to get I don't think they're trying to move Riley like they are, but they aren't because you'd rather have Riley as the seventh D than Smith as the 13th forward. Like when they make a deal, they're going to try to give up an extra asset to include Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is how I see it, at least. And maybe it ends up being Is this right the now. last year of his contract? Sure. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, if if they can move him, fine. But do you want to give up an asset to not pay him for three Not months? like a first. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But you, but you have to. You have to clear that money yeah. because – but you can – and you can sell it. You can sell it to the, to the team that's getting him. Like, look, you can sell it to Smith, too. We'll bring you to Chicago. Just an example here. Heaven forbid. Do you want to send this dude to Chicago? Yeah, I'm not. That where, where are we doing? Chicago, Chicago, he's he's going to a rebuilding team regardless. As are a, we as bad people? Can we just say Detroit then? Can we yeah, just let's just say Detroit. Let's, okay. For, for our own, you know, morality. We're <laughs> sending, well, my here's, okay, here's why I said Chicago. We're going to send you to Chicago. You're going to have firm top nine minutes to try mm. to get your stock back up for one last NHL deal. And for Chicago, you have somebody who can play out who's somebody who can play out the string if if one of your prospects isn't ready yet. I mean, yeah, I, I think that's definitely the conversation that happens. I yeah. do you be looking at a team like Chicago or Vancouver or I don't, I don't know, name a bottom dweller, Columbus. Columbus still thinks they're going to be competitive and 
next year, which is, you know, interesting. Uh, Yarmo, Yarmo doesn't know the meaning of the word uh, rebuild. Yeah. He, do- he doesn't. Do you remember when it was really funny that he went all in on it and then they beat the lightning and we were like, oh, maybe he just kind of like got pissed off and was like, fuck it. Everyone's I think, anyway. I think that kind then, of emboldened him in a bad way, though. So I think we all just now realize, oh, no, he he's never going to do a rebuild. Like, he's just not going to do that. Johnny Gaudreau, baby. <laughs> Johnny Gaudreau. No, Smith is a tough one, but it's not like he's played terrible. It's not like a guy that I'm like, get out of the lineup right now. It's just he hasn't been. He's this year's Foligno. Foligno has also taken a huge step back, which is such a bummer. Offensively. He's defensively, still he's still a stud. He's still noticeable. Still world's better than last year, but yeah. I wish he could continue that pace we got early in the season. Think his back's bothering him? Yeah, absolutely it is. Yeah. I think you get it's pretty clear that it mm-hmm. that it is at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. What we got next, boys? I'm I'm reading ahead in your uh, itinerary here, and you put that they haven't. Where I just lost it here. They haven't had consecutive games yes. without getting a point in the standings this year. Is that true? Yeah, yes. we at least have followed a loss with an overtime loss. Like oh, that's okay. kind of the worst I was going to say, I was like, when we lost like three or four in a row, like that's really No, we happened? lost three or four, but we had an overtime loss in there. We still yeah. haven't gotten more yeah. than a game without a standings point. That's crazy. That is pretty good. Mm-hmm. We're, we're mid-February. I really enjoy this note here. Fans have full-on forgotten how to lose as if we were ever good about it. Yes. <laughs> like, no, but like, yeah, we like, forgot. We used to be so gracious in defeat. It's, it's worse. <laughs> Guys, it's worse. It's, it's worse not. It it's is. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, it has been. I kind of agree with Andrew. Like, it's been a little bit brutal. A couple weeks ago, was we need to trade Swayman, and we need to do this, and we need to do that. Like, it's, do you remember the fan base has been a little bit brutal. Year? The only last thing, year? The only difference is they're not complaining about Cassidy right now. Yeah. That's it. Or really, not even really complaining about Sweeney. I don't see Yeah, we almost went a full season without losing three straight last year. Yeah. Right. And people still, after every single loss, were melting down. I am surprised to see Swayman become a whipping boy for some people. There is some guy that that tweets at me after every Swayman loss. And no matter how well he played or if one went in against him, Swayman sucks. What does he say? But no, it's like, I can't wait to hear you explain this one away. I'm like, okay, I mean, I can. The yeah. 913 save percentage, he let two <laughs> goals in, sure. But uh, also, he saved like two goals above expected. And yeah. Yeah, 2.3 goals against 916 save percentage from your backup. If you're not shutting them out, you're a scrub. Yeah. So There uh, always so- needs to be some level of a goaltending whipping boy on this organization. Like, just, that's just what we watched for... 15 years. We're yeah, 40, crazy. We're 48 and 5. Yeah. Which, which is crazy because <laughs> even when he was a, when Tuka was a whipping boy for a huge portion of the fans, he could have like a 9-2-4 through 40 games and people are like, he sucks. Yeah. Like, he has a what? <laughs> He's got mm. a 9-24 save percentage. Yeah. It's like the year he won the Vesna. <laughs> well, that's the only time they couldn't complain. And but they still, then, did. they still did. did. They still really did. Tough. Were you on the Facebook? Were you on the Bruins Facebook back then? No. Why? They there still is did. there is zero Bruins Facebook groups that remotely interest me. I've seen shit 
on groups and it is insane what some of these people are saying yeah get just, your heart just in like mark's uh mentions like on his facebook posts when he posts like bng news some of the comments on there mark i know you're listening to this like i've said this before to you but like holy shit, the people that you deal with on facebook just makes me hate everything yeah it's, it's insane it's insane that being said i feel like this is just as bad as last year with people forgetting how to lose yeah. i really do believe that i just feel like it's recent now but we just well, had, I, we didn't have to deal with it for like two months yeah i mean i suppose that's it. true and i guess this this is a little this might be a little bit of recency bias but we're 48 and 5 and the vitriol is worse every time there's a loss it just feels that way i do think this is a healthy slump that's it, needed correct and Correct. did anyone on this podcast really believe they were that much better than Carolina or Tampa or Toronto? Like leagues, like standings difference that much better than these teams? Or do you think we need to add and we definitely are in an arms race right now? Oh, we need to add. Absolutely. I don't think there's any question. Right. I just throughout the season, record breaker or not, I was kind of like, yeah, in the playoffs, I still think we're really like in that group of contenders i didn't think we were going to be some juggernaut that was going to smoke every team mm -hmm. so i think this was a healthy kind of wake-up call to a lot of people be like we are not that much better than the guys below us in the standings right we've lost four of six we still haven't gone more than a game without a standings point like if you're gonna have a slump have it in these, these are the dog days these are the mm -hmm. dog days of the hockey season right now also, we have one of the hardest schedules remaining in the league. Well, that's going to test the metal, isn't it? Yeah. A majority of our games are against teams above 500. 14 of them are currently in a playoff position. We have six back-to-backs, and the majority of our games are on the road, I believe. Who made the schedule? Um, some computer somewhere. That computer can suck me. Well, to be fair, the first half of the season, we loved it. So yeah. <laughs> you got to eat shit somewhere. It's mm -hmm. either in the front of the sandwich, the middle of the sandwich, or the back of the sandwich. You're just hoping it's not the back of the sandwich. How do you eat sandwiches? <laughs> yeah. What kind of sandwiches do you eat? All sorts, man. Usually not shit sandwiches. <laughs> all, so all, all sorts of sandwiches? Gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You like black licorice? Yeah. What? I do. My. Oh, that's my... right. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> my metaphors are good. You guys, you guys always fuck with me on them. They're good yeah. metaphors. Yeah. But all Andrew's metaphors are like about cousins banging or some shit. What was it? <laughs> a couple weeks ago? I, I still don't fucking know how to take kissing, that. But... Kissing, uh, kissing your sister. Some, oh, something. my God. Yeah, uh, keep saying it, Andrew. It's probably yeah. one of the more you hear it kind of things. Good. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Andrew, please talk about the trade deadline. End it. Yeah. It was a mistake. There's our there's our analysis on the trade deadline. Let it be over soon. Am I wrong in this? Maybe yes. this is recency bias. It feels like this is the earliest a trade deadline has kicked off. And everyone is staying at 100 right now. No, yeah. you're 100 percent correct. <laughs> like, I can't do this for another two and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. I need everyone to shut the fuck up for like mm -hmm. two days. Mm -hmm. No, nope. just shut the fuck up for two it's days. It's not happening. It's not happening. Here's why it's not happening. We have two of the big defenseman targets being held out of games. Jacob Chikrin and Vladislav Gavrikok. Gavrikok, God damn it. 
That's what you said. That was what you said. Uh, you said uh, that. And then I could have edited it out, and I was like, no, let's let's keep that. <laughs> Gavrikov. Uh, that asking price for Gavrikov. What's the asking first, price, Ian? A first, a third, and a fourth. But they did say instead of a third, it could be a decent prospect. <laughs> Shit in your hands and clap at that mm. price. Yeah. Who the fuck says that, Andrew? What is that? <laughs> Where are these sayings coming from? Maybe they're old Cape Codisms and nobody knows them because I grew up in such a remote town. Yeah, I feel like I, there's prop bets on the dumb shit that you guys are trying to say tonight. Are we one up in each other in I shit probably. comments? I think yeah. I think I think I'm winning so far. Hey, at least a shit sandwich. Other people have said it before. I've never told someone to shit in their hands and clap. Because the shit gets everywhere at that point. Uh, exactly. That's the point. I, I would rather give two firsts, Lisel and, oh God, who's the roster player in this for Chikrin? Lauko, I guess. We can't do Freddie. We can't. You can't. That's a guy that you want on your, your kind of cup run. Um, I would rather do that for Chikrin than a first, a third, and a fourth for Gavrikok. <laughs> He's just Gavrikok now. Yeah, he's just Gavrikok. What are some of the other other asking prices? And some of the players that we have been linked to and some of their asking prices. So I'm going off of the itinerary you said, because I haven't heard all of these. Uh, I have heard the Barbashev, a second and a prospect, which is fine if it's a middling prospect. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's I, I know a lot of people are really frustrated because they want to think that we can get these guys for cheap, cheap um, at the trade deadline. A second and a middling prospect is cheap mm-hmm. if you're a contender. Like, that's the point. For you're not trading who's going to play in your top nine. Yes. Right. You're not you're not sending fifth round picks out for a depth guy. That's not how that works. Uh, Luke Shen, a third and a prospect. I don't want him, so... Get fucked with that. that, that, That's why I brought up the guy who's going to play in your top nine, because Luke Shen is a seventh defenseman. Yes. What he is... On this team. On this team, on most teams in the NHL, he is a seventh defenseman. Most. Hmm. I don't... I... That's... Nope. Mm -mm. I'm not giving up a third and a a prospect for someone who's going to play maybe five games in a full run. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, Max Domi, a second and a prospect. I might be changing my tune on Domi. Cause I was like, ah, he'd be a nice depth ad. And then I talked to my boy knuckle puck. The Canes had Max Domi. You might remember that unfortunately mm-hmm. for us in game seven. Uh, How's his defense Ian? Well, it was literally non-existent. Like, if you want one player who has the worst defense in the league, his name's going to come up in the conversation every time. Yeah. But after talking to Knuckle Puck, who watched him play for a couple months, and Knuckle Puck laughed and laughed and <laughs> laughed, I was like, oh, maybe I don't want this guy on my team. <laughs> he hated him. He hated having him, sucked defensively, completely cold offensively and sure that game seven two goals woo mm-hmm. and i i don't know i guess but if they you, went further in the playoffs this would have been a bigger deal i guess but but you can't extrapolate value out of one game which is what a lot exactly. of bruins fan, which is what a lot of bruins fans are doing because they're saying he, he scored two goals against us in game seven and i'm like what did he do the rest of the time 
Yeah, honestly, I, I kind of looked at Domi and I was like, I kind of I can talk myself into this. And the longer I've tried to talk myself into it, the more I realize I'm talking myself into it. Mm, right. Yeah. Thomas, is there anything anything on this list that you like? I don't like hearing about any of these right now. I just cannot get into the deadline like whatsoever. Great. I don't want, I don't want Domi. I don't. Mm-hmm. Luke Shen, maybe I don't mind him as a player. I feel dirty saying that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm always stick with the guys that you have because it was working. The idea of getting a top four defenseman is terrifying to me, but I did have this conversation the other day. Uh, we were out to dinner and one of Grace's uncles was over and he's a big Rangers fan. And he asked me, he's like, what are you guys going to do at the deadline? And I said, I kind of don't want him to do too much. I, I don't want him to like make a big, crazy move. But at the same time, we're in a position where we are a Stanley Cup contender. Like there's, if you had to name three teams, if any any fan base had to name three teams who are going to make a run at the Cup, every single one of them is going to say the Bruins right now. Right. Mm-hmm. The idea of selling out to win one more Cup for Bergeron, Krejci, this core, we've said it since... The beginning of last season yeah you do it you sell out you make whatever move you need and you're mediocre for a couple of years while your system recovers our system's already thin mm-hmm. so do you sell out can you sell out do we have enough in the tank in the farm to actually go out and outbid on somebody for someone that like scares Cameron, me i don't think bit. so that's yeah. that's that's kind of where my head's at. Mm-hmm. For someone like Chikrin, I don't think so. Like I just kick- I don't see I I feel like I can't even think of an example of a player right now because I'm so burnt out on this. But that we're not going to get a top guy. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not, not going to get, get a Larkin. We're not going to get no, a Chikrin. No. Um, and everybody who keeps saying fucking Alexander or Alexander uh, Patrick Kane, like it's not going to happen. A, he doesn't want to go anywhere apparently, which is a huge fuck you to his own organization. No, no, it's no. Have you ever heard of a player commenting on another trade the way that he did after the Tarasenko trade? Yeah, it was so weird. It's bizarre. It was weird. Like I've never heard an active player go. Well, that wasn't my favorite news to hear. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, good good guy. Guess we'll go fuck ourselves. Yeah. There's a possibility that neither Tabes nor Kane move. <laughs> Which, if that happens, that franchise should just fold because that's an incredibly... It's malpractice. Unex- it's an, yeah, it's an unacceptable failure in the fan base who are already clinging to life for anything to fucking root for over the last, what, three seasons now? Three mm-hmm. years of just trash yeah, uh, on and off the ice. If that happens, any Blackhawk fans that I know, I... I cannot wait to have a conversation with them if that doesn't happen. Like yeah. you have to trade at least one of them. It should be both. Yes. Mm-hmm. It needs yeah. to be both. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Like I'm trying not to get too excited or too invested in the in the deadline because I know that all these people who are horny for a, a top guy, <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. So I don't I'm not getting my hopes up. Uh, you, we got false hope a couple years ago with getting Taylor Hall at the deadline, but you have to look back at what we actually gave up for him. Practically fucking nothing. 
how did we get him? Because this is the only place he wanted to go. Mm -hmm. That doesn't exist this year. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to happen. Not for, that, not for that little. I the think the that, only benefit, I'm sorry to cut you off, the only benefit we have is that people all around the league are looking at this team as a true cup contender. Maybe there's somebody out there who will be willing to make a move because they want to be part of this team. I cannot bank on that. Mm -hmm. And Ian, I think that's where your point comes in about people getting frustrated that shit isn't cheap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They use the Taylor Hall deal as sort of a barometer. <laughs> yeah, the force trade button. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Easy franchise mode. Yeah, and Thomas, you make a really good point where there is, unless a team really values Lisell, mm -hmm. we don't win a bidding war for anyone. anyone yeah. That is a high caliber, like a top six or top four guy. Yeah. And I know people will shout and scream about, I, I saw this recently. Um, God, who is, who was the eighth pick? Was it Clark? Was Brent Clark the Clark. eighth pick? Yeah. Brent Clark. So people were talking about uh, Chikrin going for Clark and Clark had to be involved. And somebody was like, it's Sweeney's drafting fucks us again. Has Sweeney ever drafted the top 10? Highest he's ever drafted was 13th. Right. So let's chill on that a little bit. <laughs> You're not comparing the same thing is all I'm saying. Uh, at the end of the day, this is a team that needs depth and they need, if you could find that middle six guy, like the Lekkonen, the mm -hmm. Coleman, the Gaudreau, like that's the guy this team needs. Kevin LeBanc. I, that's that's I my guy that. for it. Yeah, Bukestad maybe, but that's still that's a hot, tough guy to pry away from Arizona as well. Because mm -hmm. Buke gets because Bukestad's making nine hundred k, he yeah, would be wonderful. Perfect. He'd be perfect. So if I, I, was I almost take a don't even want to do a deal with Arizona either, just based on how they're fucking handling business right now, like they're mm -hmm. impossible. Yeah, but they, but they held all the cards. Like they well, they, and and that's all well and good, but that also means like they're holding all the cards against us who doesn't have shit to offer we're playing with a fucking empty hand well if you're, if you're if you're bill armstrong i believe that's his name if you're bill armstrong all you have is time mm -hmm. you're going nowhere yep which is why he's been able to hold on to an asset like jacob chikrin for going on three years now yeah. well and also because the signing was brilliant that was a great fucking signing, and they deserve credit for that. John Chuck credit. is one good move. Yes, they deserve credit for virtually nothing else that they've done, but that one they do deserve some credit for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. John Chuck, yes, signed Jacob Chikrin to that deal, and then what did he do that got himself fired? <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, my God. God I know it was bad. Attention. I knew it was bad, though. Yeah, I, I, like if someone's going to be like, how do you forget this? And I easily it's Arizona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good talk. Oh, man. I called them uh, Phoenix the other day. That's how little I think of them. They I don't know why. Phoenix, but, yeah, I liked it when it was Phoenix better. I don't know it why. It sounded good. It was sounded cooler. Mm -hmm. Do we want to move off a of trade talk for the moment? Yes, please. Right. Uh, Ian. Hmm. I think it's time for the Murky Law Report. <laughs> I love this sound voice so much. 
uh, the regular report is the dude is on fire and he doesn't care. <laughs> That's it. Baby More assassin. Baby, baby assassin. <laughs> Not even a baby assassin. That is a fully grown man <laughs> who is okay. His one timer doesn't like it's a teleportation trick <laughs> the thing like if you watch and yeah the quality of the stream isn't great fine well i mean if it's you, it's ahl what are you gonna do their their budget for streaming is like 60 dollars and a mm. pack of smarties have you watched some of the highlights of the last six games for him oh uh, i mean kind of yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seriously he unloads that one timer and it is gone the puck does not exist anymore it and then all of a sudden, it disintegrates and then it recollects in the net it's impossible to stop it's fucking ridiculous and i just love it and then then the screen pans over to him and he's just standing there like god get back to the center dot we've got a job to do you fuckers <laughs> I love him. I love him so much. I want him on my team. I, I want him on I, on the Bruins right now, and I want to see him score goals and get upset at Bergeron for not skating back towards center ice. <laughs> Tell me how that would go. <laughs> I mean, probably not well, but it also it would probably be a meme in the room for the boys. I think they'd yeah. kind of dig it. Yeah. Oh, that guy doesn't give a shit. I love it so much. <laughs> 11 points in his last nine games, seven points in his last seven. Uh, five goals in his last three games. It's a heater. Second on the team in points. Second on the Providence in points. After a slow start, too. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's because he's shooting and he wasn't shooting before. His shooting percentage is up to 16.5%. Sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one timer, maybe. Seriously. The guys, he's I get, he's a middle six NHL forward next year. I just really love his game. Well, Defensively, and, and he's improved a lot. A lot. He's his back checking, his attention to detail. He tends to get. He still tends to get lost in coverage a little bit. And tends yeah, to during a defensive play, like yeah. it's not the transition that's the problem as much as when they're all like putting the shell up. The other team's moving the puck around. Yeah. That's where you're kind of going like, all right, you're going to get caught, caught puck watching. Puck watching. Puck watching. Puck watching. Puck watching. <laughs> Gotta watch the puck. Watch the puck. <laughs> but he's blocking shots. He's he's a he's a menace on the forecheck mm-hmm. and the back check. Like his his improvement has been very noticeable. It's deep. And I I think he's earned a couple. I think he's earned a look like, you know, when we've when we've clinched the Atlantic. Right. I think you said it best when you texted us like that guy two games before the playoffs should be in the in the lineup. Mm -hmm. Yep. I miss Steen engine, though. (laughs) Steen's been okay lately. He's definitely improved through the season back up a little bit. But uh, we still he's still behind a lot of guys right Mm -hmm. now. I think Merkulov may have jumped him a little bit. Yeah. Merkulov should have jumped him. Merkulov should have been on the team at a camp. All right, calm down. What's I mean, the bigger uh, What's the bigger disappointment this year? Would it be Would it be Steen or would it be Zaboral? Zaboral. Zaboral. Oh, oh God, yeah, Zaboral. Yeah. And I don't. I feel like we both had like high expectations or, or high desire to see success out of both of those guys when we yeah. talked about them in the preseason, mm-hmm. and it's just not there. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't paid attention enough, which obviously is not good, but 
Zaboro, when's the last time he played a hockey game? December 23rd, and he played seven minutes. Has he not played anywhere since then? Nope. Not in the AHL, nothing? Nope. nope. Because he's not waiver exempt. That's right. That's right. Damn. That guy. That's pretty brutal. To, if there's an injury in the playoffs, like, hey, man, you haven't played in four months. Come on down. Yeah. <laughs> That's And then you, you, you see Monty just slowly just look over at Strawman just to see if he's ready. Yeah. 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 Hey, Riley, you want to get called up? Go fuck yourself. All right. I'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Riley, do you want to play the, the NHL? The reason that you've been sulking in Providence for the last three months? Go fuck yourself. That's a weird answer. <laughs> I like I do feel for Riley. Don't get me wrong, but his response to it has not been what you'd expect. It's not. It's not. Either. It's it's unprofessional. It's unprofessional. Yeah. 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 Bummer. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really happy with a lot of a lot of the stuff I'm hearing from a lot of the young guys. Lot Mellis, of course, has continued to be really good. Uh, Patois has been an absolute heater to the point where there was a tweet. God, who is it? Help me out, Andrew. Who tweets Dom about Tiano? Thank you, Dom Tiano. Dom Tiano, you're great great twitter follow um he tweeted patois doing patois stuff and i thought he slew footed a guy again <laughs> no he was just scoring a bunch <laughs> of points <laughs> he just had like a three-point night or something like that uh well I, he's 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 become quite the playmaker over there you know who has actually added a little offense to his game and it didn't we're just doing a prospect check again so at this point ryan mast has started to put together a little bit of an offensive game as well He's mm-hmm. plus five tonight. I'm sorry, oh, what? Yep. <laughs> All right, good, good job by Ryan Max. Yep, he's a plus five tonight. Did that game go final? Um, not yet, I don't think. But he's, huh. I know he's a plus five. I just got like a quick prospect report. Mass is a plus five tonight, and Dick got yanked. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, turn, I, would, I turn the soundboard off. Otherwise, I would be hitting like eight buttons right now. <laughs> I, I just yanked. We absolutely signed these guys for their names, and I'm super. super Sweeney's a meme lord. We we said this before. Wait, hold on, hold on. Mm. No, this is now registering. Mm. Dick got yanked, and we have a defenseman who's plus five on the night. Yes. Mm-hmm. How does that make sense? As Andrew says, plus minus is a dog food stat. It, it is, is a dog food stat. but you also got, he either has not been on the ice for a goal against, or we have scored a lot of goals. I, I don't even know what the score is right now. Um, Let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, this is how you really maintain the consistency. How do you know that he's plus five, but you don't know the score off the top of your head? <laughs> somebody text, uh, no, somebody, somebody texted me a prospect report. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> God, anyway, Ryan Mast has yeah. seen leaps and bounds uh, in his puck movement as well. Mm-hmm. And if you, you like a big body, I know you listeners do. Ryan Mast can throw it. So mm-hmm. he's a guy to watch as he comes up. I, when we drafted drafted him, signed him to the ELC, I don't remember when I said this, um, three-year project, right? Three to four-year project. He has already made huge strides. Mm-hmm. And he signed the ELC way earlier than expected. It was when he was drafted, I said four-year project. And then within a year, he's got an ELC. Yeah, and they, they, they liked what they saw out of him. And frankly, they any any forward movement you get as a six round pick is is found money. I mean, he was great in the prospect challenge. He was really fun to watch. 
So mm-hmm. when you take that, but yeah, he's, he's really impressed a lot of people in the organization. You'd really like to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. He's a good, he's a good egg. Yeah. You can never have enough promising defensemen in a system. Promising defensemen and promising centers. The wings, you figure them out. But by the way, Sarnia beat Guelph, which is was a masked team, nine to one. Okay, they, full mast. He went full mast. Guelph. That's how you yeah. pronounce that team. Yes, Guelph. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been saying that wrong for a long time. I used to say golf. Same. It's it's, it's mm-hmm. Guelph. Yep. Well, all right. Yeah. Look Sounds at like me not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about. That's a made up word. Is, all words Guelph. are made up. <laughs> it's not real. It can't hurt you. That's like. <laughs> that's don't that don't that's do that. Pronounce that word. Don't do that. Don't. You, I just, don't. It literally echoed in the drum set. That's about five feet behind me. I heard don't it. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Yeah. Oh, I wanted uh, to ask you a question. This is a little uh, off topic. Okay. Uh, because it's kind of going back towards the NHL. Are the Stars the best team in the West? Yes. You can yeah. make that argument. Is it because of Honor? Yes. Yes. Okay. Not just him. Oh come I on, man! Fear he's fucking him phenomenal. More oh, he's, than he's, I... he's 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 fantastic. He's great. I love their top four in defense. Yeah. Yes, and Hints and Pavelski and Robertson make me want to cry. Uh, not but, Sagan, though. <laughs> not Sagan or Ben. Not ben. ben pisses me off. Otter, I don't know if there's another goalie, and this includes Vasilevsky and Hellebuck, and I, I don't know if there's another goalie I look down the ice at and go, fucking how do you beat this guy? Did that save he made on forward last night? I just, everything he did. I, I nope. just... You had to you had to beat him to beat him. You had to beat him. And Zaka's shot posted in, like, yeah, that's what it takes. The play Lindholm made to get the puck to Hall, uh, fucking incredible. The one-timer to McAvoy to Pasta? Oh, a no-look pass, perfect tape-to-tape across the slot with speed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a perfectly placed shot because if you watch that replay, Otter is there. Yeah, he is. I just, Mm -hmm. look, Vasilevsky, I think, is the best goalie in the game right now. Right? Like, that's the guy he's shown it the past few years. Otter has just taken over the most feared guy to me. When he's on, it's That's just an interesting I, take. I just I don't know how I see stuff go in on Vasilevsky more often than I do Otter. I guess I don't know. But I just, I don't know how to beat this guy consistently. Well, I think Vasilevsky has more size. He uses his size more, so he doesn't look as impressive. Otter is everywhere, and he's aggressive, and he's just he always knows where to be. He's always in the right spot. Even in all three of those goals, like you said, it all three of those goals that beat him, he was there. Like he wasn't. There wasn't no. There was no softies. Yeah. No softies. Nothing the out of position. Me of no. motion. Like he is. He didn't slide too far. Like yep. you can't wrong foot the guy because he doesn't actually lose his net. Mm-hmm. Like it just uh, he pisses me off because he's so fucking good. And he was a what fifth round pick, third round pick. I don't even remember. Jake Ottinger. Ottinger was a third rounder. They got him in the same draft. They got Robertson. What a draft that was. And huh? Haskinen, I think. No way. Stop. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So he's a first round pick, first of all. Is he? Yeah, yes. 2019. Oh, maybe I'm switching up who's, who's the late round pick in that 2017. Draft. So this is, the 20, this, is, this is the 2017 draft of the Dallas Stars. I'm okay. literally looking at it right now. It was, he was drafted 2019. <laughs> no, Ottinger. No, I'm looking at it Jake right now. Ottinger. It's 2017. Pick 26, 2017. 
Okay. Okay. Why is it showing me 20? Oh, because he started playing 2019. Uh, I okay. See. You're, I stand corrected. Okay. Here's the first three picks. I'm, of sh- that I'm sure I'll get shit for that on the discord that I'm not a part of. Yes. yes <laughs> Here's a <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, he wasn't. Yeah, he, you're right. He was first. And Robertson was only in the second round. That's right. Miro, he's one. in. Jake Ottinger, Jason Robertson is your first three picks in a draft. Imagine having three picks. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You ever make up in your mind that it's like, oh, it was, it was three seventh round picks? No, because everyone talks about that draft and they're like, yeah, it's like the first three picks. And I always think the one was like a third rounder and one was a fourth mm-hmm. rounder. Uh, crazy. Crazy to get that all out of one draft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Franchise changing, one would say. Yeah, you can make that argument, right? And Robertson, maybe the best of the bunch, was their third choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they've done a they've done a good job. They got Wyatt Johnston in twenty twenty one. Yeah, Wyatt Ty did Ty Delandria in twenty eighteen, and he's pretty good. I mean, these guys are playing meaningful NHL games. Like that's, yeah. I mean, you have in the past couple of years, a lot of picks that are on your team. That's hard to do. Yeah. Ty, Ty Delandria was a bit of a, was a bit of a flopper last night. And I noticed him going down real easy in the overtime. Uh, don't make the joke, Ian. Just leave it alone. Uh, make the joke, Ian. No, we're fine. Now, so I asked that about Dallas, best team in the West. Where would you put them in the East right now? <laughs> Not above the Canes. The Guelph between the Fuck East and the West <laughs> is so wide. I would argue you put the Canes, Tampa, and Toronto above them. Mm-hmm. But Toronto, I'm like, eh. Canes, Tampa, they'd be, Toronto. They'd be above the Rangers. Yes. Okay. Did you see them post about this is a forward lineup you wouldn't want to play in the playoffs once yeah. they had Tarasenko and Vitranos on their second line. <laughs> Vitrano on your second line and your Vitrano plays for the Ducks. That's weird that he was on there. No, they had a um am I mixing up names again? I think you are. What the fuck did they have on their second line that made me laugh so hard? It wasn't I'm not the taking the time to look it up. Just cut it. Whatever. Fuck. <laughs> They, they, it was not scary lines. I just remember I was like, oh, okay. All right, good luck, guys. Was it Lafreniere? No, it was it was a it was for sure a name that was like, this guy does not belong anywhere near the top six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. But okay, Bruins, Lightning, Canes. It was VC. It was VC. Jimmy VC oh. Vitrano. You know what? That's yeah. I'll give myself a pass on. You got you got a V. You got the V right. <laughs> you got the V, you got the v right. Uh, so wait, Boston, Toronto, Tampa, Carolina. No particular order. Um, Devils. Would you put the Devils above? I would Dallas? put them very even. I think with the stars ended with them. Yeah. No, but I, I mean, yeah. from a total team standpoint, I think that's the comparable. So around but, five. Either way, once again, the sixth seed in the East. (laughs) Yeah. Now, if the Avalanche are healthy, this whole conversation changes. But once again, the only team in the West I fear right now. Right. You you have a a situation where you're expecting the West to come into the finals and get their teeth kicked in. Like Tampa, just they're two cups in a row. They just crushed the West. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Pittsburgh did the same thing when they did. Like it just 
Feels like the West just can't keep a contender going. No, no. I mean, the only other team that you may be able to have a conversation about is Winnipeg, but I think they're too top heavy. Yeah, God, they're fun to watch, though. Oh, they are for sure. Rick, Bo- Rick, Rick Bonus came in, and the first thing he said was "go," and they did. <laughs> yep, yep. And they're like, "Oh, not Paul Maurice." Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Need we'll do anything you want, not Paul. <laughs> Score goals. Oh, oh yes. Oh, thank you. Wait, we go. Wait, we tried to win every game zero zero. You mean we don't have to do that? No. Oh, <gasps> uh, good shit. <laughs> Very good shit. You just yelling, "Oh yes!" reminded me that you're supposed to tell us a story about Valentine's Day. Oh, do you want to hear about my very very dumb but lovable girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love of my life, by the way. (laughs) No, she's a... So here's the thing. Okay. (laughs) So here's the thing. Uh, We don't celebrate Valentine's Day. We never have. It's been five years. We do not do it. We have a rule about this shit. Mm -hmm. And I come into work. I picked up a shift on Tuesday. I come into work. She had already gotten there about an hour before because we work in the same building. And there is a muffin from Starbucks in a little... Patrice Bergeron picture that says like you're my captain or something like that. I forget. Little Valentine. That's, that's a cute. that's a Valentine's Day gift though. That's a fucking Valentine's Day gift. And so I I saw that and I was like, you fucked up. And she was like, Happy Valentine's Day. I'm like, uh-uh, mm-mm, this is not over. I'm petty. I went home. So I was getting off about four hours before because I just picked up like a half shift. And I went to I went to a local grocery store. I got chocolate and I got uh, like two bags of Doritos and Reese's and like these sour crawlers that she really likes. And were you going like, to get really high with each other afterwards? Because that's I, that's a, those are stoner snacks right there. I will neither confirm nor deny activities. <laughs> no, we weren't, but that does feel like a good idea. Uh, <laughs> bottle of wine. I got like cooking, baking chocolate and a bunch of strawberries. I went home and I made chocolate covered strawberries. And like she comes home and she's this whole fucking thing. She had the flowers, this whole layout and everything. And it's a little card and she opened the card and it says, this is your fault. She's an idiot. I totally won Valentine's Day. <laughs> that might be the dumbest story I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm just as excited to tell you guys. <laughs> That's South Carolina romance right there. That- when you said, when you said <laughs> Tiffany fucked up, my first thought was, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> nope, I was thinking like candles got down. knocked over and lit half his bedroom on fire or something yes that would have been a good story no with all the jerseys in it (laughs) that would not have been a good story um (laughs) someone would be dead it would be (laughs) no i uh i I was really excited to tell you guys that just because it's this lame little thing that um (laughs) that i had a lot of fun doing yeah we uh we don't really celebrate valentine's day too much over here either uh, normally just like a card, a little bit of chocolate, whatever. But it's it's changed since we had the kiddo. Because mm. uh, like, she's the valentine. She, she's the valentine. Yeah, no. she's the valentine. So it's it's pink Aww. Halloween. That's cute. Yeah. It's all yeah. Pink Halloween. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So I took I took my girlfriend to her favorite restaurant, which had closed down during COVID and had just reopened. That's pretty baller. 
Mm-hmm. And we went into Copley Square. It's Lolita's on Back Bay. It's a Mexican Gothic place. And we had fucking chicken tacos, street corn, uh, shrimp tortas, um, mm. drinks, margaritas, martinis, and pineapple tris leches cake. All for under 100 bucks. That all sounds amazing. And you said yeah, that she didn't know that it reopened, right? So nope. it was a surprise to her. That's it was, yes. Good. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I won Valentine's Day. Yeah. Good for you. So yeah, that's what it's all about. You're just going to win. Yeah. That's the point. Exactly. It, it's, it's a sport. It's, it's a really good um, representation of my relationship, I feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this? this is your fault, you idiot. I love you. <laughs> yeah, I, I do revenge stuff like that a lot. Where like she And I also fucked myself because I had the 8.30 start time for the game that night, and I had to wake up at 5 a.m. the next morning. So I knew I was only getting a couple hours of sleep. So I got off of work at like 2 o'clock, and I'd start doing all this stuff end up staying up to like five when I meant to be sleeping. Yeah. And then she gets home at six and then wakes me up to say thank you. And I'm like, yeah, very nice. Go enjoy it. I'm going to go back to sleep. Fuck off. <laughs> I love her very much. <laughs> Man, the women in our lives. I sound abusive in this whole story. <laughs> <laughs> I think we go to voicemails on that on that note right there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I do have an older one. We started to listen to it last week when we were recording and failed. Uh, this was sent from Army Bear, and he references before seeing the trade deadline special that Ian did on his YouTube channel, Low Quality Bruins. So if you haven't seen that yet, please jump over to the YouTube and find that shit because Ian put a lot of fucking work into it. Yeah. Um, so let's let's go ahead and play Army Bear's uh, voicemail and we will react to that. What's up, guys? It's Army Bear. So everybody's talking about guys that we want for the trade deadline, and I can't wait for Ian's video to come out. But nobody's talking about the list of assets they're willing to give up. So I want to know, like, what are your top three or top five assets that you are willing to give up at the deadline. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Okay. All of them. Oh. <laughs> All of the assets. I mean, our top five valued assets, like that's what, the first Lee Cell, Lori. First round pick. Mm, what's what's after those three? Patois, Harrison. I guess, yeah, Harrison. Uh, people keep bringing up Beecher in these deals. And again, I just don't see how he carries any value at all, really, right now. I think he's a surefire NHL player, but he's never going to be anything other than a fourth liner, even with him being a physical mutant. Yeah, I don't even know if I'd go that far for surefire NHL. Mm. I mean, he just, he has, he has so much he has to get better at. Anyway, no, I, I, I think I'm comfortable. If the question is, what would you give up? I'm comfortable giving up virtually anything in the right trade. There is outside of, and I've been vocal about this. And now that I'm thinking about it, I've been vocal in our lost episode. So maybe I haven't said this before. Don't give up Lot Mellis because you're going to give him up as a throw in. And I believe that that's a top six center someday. Mm hmm. I absolutely love that you're planning your flag on this hill, and I, I, I can't wait to see this through. If this, uh, this will be my one of my greatest, greatest called shots of all time. It really mm-hmm. would be. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the biggest piece. Where I'm like, you can't move that because I believe the value is so much higher than what you'd actually get. Yeah. 
I'll agree with you on that. And honestly, outside of outside of that, there is not a person in the organization that I'm not willing to listen to for moving. I don't want to listen. I, I don't want to hear like any roster players outside of Craig Smith. Yeah. Or, or me. No, I'm, I'm specifically talking about prospects. Uh, specifically because I don't. Th- I don't think you touch anybody on the main roster outside of Smith. Yeah, outside of Smith. <laughs> I don't think I don't think any of them get touched. Yeah. Uh, that said, I'm pretty sure last week uh, the only other person whose name came up was Harrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, about I really want to see it through, as opposed to dumping him in because it's not going to be a main piece. Yeah. Like he would just yeah. be an add-on. He would be a pot sweetener. He is not somebody that I want to see packaged with with Smith just to unload a contract. Yeah. He's uh, taking a huge step with Mark Savard as his head coach. Yeah, weird that. Yeah, crazy how that happens, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think that's our uh, best bet. And and I I think I mentioned it when we recorded last time when it was you know just the three of us talking hockey and didn't get to share it with the world. Um, <laughs> that I look forward to um, Army Bear's response because I know I I feel like he has something in mind. So I'll I'll be waiting for that response uh, when I'm sitting on the toilet tomorrow morning. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love that toilet. Here's Hell another yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys. Zach Newcomer here, a.k.a. The Golden God, a.k.a. The OG Forgiven. Anyway, I'm actually not calling in a chirp, but uh, some ideas for the... the wrong here. Uh, some ideas for the wonderful new soundboard edition to the pod uh so here's a here's a couple that i kind of just thought off the top of my head no andrew man ian stop being horny that's all i got right now i'm gonna come up with some more though so anyway i'm ready for hockey i'm sure you guys are too so here's the saturday and uh let's go bees yeah go bees you know horniness is next to godliness (laughs) they say who says yeah, that? Yeah, uh, go peace. Yeah, go peace. <laughs> Ian, who says that? I says that. I'm willing to bet that less people say that than shit in your hands and clap. You know horny. what? I would horny. take that bet because I feel like there's a lot of horny people out there. Yeah. <laughs> Horniness next to godliness? Yeah. All right. God's, God's a woman and she's horny. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait. Welcome to the Blaseme- Blasphemous podcast. Yeah. It's a good thing we don't have a lot of Jehovah's Witness listening to this podcast or else we're going to get dragged through the mud. I have not painted myself in a good light tonight. I really uh, have. No. <laughs> Ian's over here wishing. He's like, man, I wouldn't mind if they lose this episode's audio. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We lost this episode, too. Yeah, it's actually me with a trigger button. I'm just corrupting the files. Yep. <laughs> You're not that smart. Don't even. I'm not. No, I'm not. Speaking of not that smart, Andrew, are you ready to make predictions? Hey, I won last week, so suck it. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. (laughs) (sighs) Tonight, 8 o'clock in Nashville, Bruins at Predators. Andrew, since you're still in last place, the the court is yours. So first of all, I think I already said that I'm not going to have my predictions on the pod. They're going to be on the OnlyFans. Yeah, that was cute. So go ahead and predict. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So... Man, Reds are kind of hanging on the edge, aren't they? Yeah, they're sort of there, yeah. Um, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, they're, I th- they're not doing great. 
they're not doing great. I think David Poyle is finally starting to uh, realize that he shouldn't keep buying. He said straight up uh, the other day, and I quote, we're not going to be buyers. And I think that's the first time I've ever heard him say that. Yeah. So it's kind of a downtrodden team right now. Mm-hmm. Ripe for a 4-1 dub. All right. Ian, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go with a classic 4-2 dub. Ah, yes. The the, uh, the, the law of averages score. Yes, that's exactly (laughs) it. Uh, I'll kind of split the difference and I'll say 3-2 dub. Because I still don't think... I I don't think the Bruins have put together a total of 30 quality minutes in the two games since the all-star break mm. so that's we're a, still that's a, that's a fair assessment we're uh we're still looking to kind of turn that corner i wouldn't mind it if it happens in uh, nashville and it always bums me out when we play down there just because i went to every single time the bruins fucking came back around and it was always in february right around st patty's or uh march right around st patty's day this time a year ish like kind of within a few weeks so like this is there's nostalgia for me watching these games so uh i'm looking forward to watching it tonight but i, I think this is a 3-2 dub mm-hmm. and maybe we just leave uh smith there yeah right yeah he, kn- he knows his way around town well, maybe to bring the uh, the siblings trip on a high note, and the siblings trip on a high note. Mm-hmm. Smith can stay there. We have to bring his sibling back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Saturday, back in Boston, five p.m. start. Weird. I don't like that. That's. It seems like work to me. <laughs> because it's it like is. we're gonna watch that game, and then it's gonna be like seven thirty, eight o'clock, and it's like, all right, well, now what the fuck do we do? We make a video. Yeah, it's helpful to you, actually. <laughs> it really is us? helpful to me. Ian, do you mean it? Yeah, let's, let's see how that goes. Let's make that video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll start. Uh, Islanders. <sighs> They're so tough to call lately, mm. especially over the last couple of weeks. But I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i stick with a 3-2 score. Um, yeah, I'll stick with a 3-2 score. I don't feel good about it, but I'll, I'll 3-2 dub. Okay. And I don't feel it's not that I don't feel good about a dub. I just don't feel good about the Islanders actually putting two goals up because I think that's going to be a uh, an all mark day. I mean, got their it. offense has been a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they're also leaving a lot of points on the table right now. Yeah. Right on a time where they shouldn't be. Yeah, I think that's just signing I, Horvat. Yeah. Yeah. But I I, I feel like that's going to be the game that the Bruins flip the switch back over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a four-three dub. Okay. I'm sorry, did I, did I interrupt you? No, you're good. Oh. I, I'm gonna go with a four-three dub because I actually kind of expect I, I expect Olmark to get two in a row here and then Swayman be a net for that, and he has just been a little shakier okay. than Olmark. Fair. Okay. I have a three-one dub because just like with, with Thomas said, I don't trust the Islanders' offense right now. I think I they're they they are very tough to call, but man, they might be the most boring team in the NHL. We're gonna lose five two. Is that your official prediction, Thomas? <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll take two predictions. That'll be my Mulligan prediction. Okay. They they were a hundred percent the la- the most boring team in the league last year, and I yeah. 
Philly is really, really boring too. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's they're up there. Except for off, off the ice, they're they're a lot of fun. Oh man. <laughs> True. Well, Philly is very boring, but if if you if we're talking about expectations for a team, I would say expectations versus what they are, I would say Islanders are just that much more boring. Because we expect better from them. Mm-hmm. In terms of record and being playoff positioning. We don't yeah. expect anything about the Flyers. I, I predicted the Islanders in the bottom third of the league this year. So and I predicted them just sneak into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's closer right now. Which, yeah, I was going to say, you still might do it. Still might do still it. Might. No. Uh, still might. Senators at Bruins on Monday at 1 o'clock. What is it? Is it Washington's Pre- birthday? Is that what Pre- they're Yeah, calling? President's Day. President's Day. Day. Yeah. God damn it. Another on a month. I work, obviously. Yeah, this is I, the, the, I'll be at work too, but I just won't be doing much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Monday. Monday, uh, another home game. They always play these matinee games at home. Yep. And I feel I feel real good about this one. Real good. Do you? Yeah, I'm feeling 4-1 dub. That was also my prediction. Yeah, you made that face, and I was like, he was about to say it. I had already typed it and everything. Yeah. I'm not retyping it. It's a no, 4-1 stick dub. with it. 4-1 stick dub. It. Yeah, 4-1 dub. Okay. Um, Sens are always give us issues, yep. but their goaltending right now is in flux after think- Anton Forsberg tore both of his MCLs. Yeah. Yikes. Not great. That hurts. Yeah. But I think we get off the schneid. I'm gonna say three-two overtime dub. Fucking, we get off the Schneid. He predicted two wins before this. Yeah. <laughs> get off the Schneid against uh, the Sens. Sure, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. I just looked at my. We played scores. them twice this year, and we're one-one, right? No, we're we one. We're oh one and one. Yeah. We lost oh, one, one, and one, and then we have an overtime loss. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. I see. Yeah. I thought we beat them the second time. I um I just looked at my scores and I am predicting four goals every game for the Bruins. That's not great. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, Jake will be back tonight, so we hope. We hope. Yeah, that's. I that's, I hope they're not rushing him though. Mm-hmm. I think him being out the last two games kind of prevents that from of being a thing. You know what I mean? I think he probably could have come back with a little bit more practice if he made if he made the right practices. Hmm. It sounds like he legitimately was not ready to me. To me, I think it's it just like getting up to getting up to skating speed, getting up to game speed. He's been out for six weeks. It hasn't seemed like that, but it has. Oh my god! Uh, a little rumor: Flames are considering trading Uyghur. Did that just come across? I just saw that come across Twitter. The Twitter. Twitter. They would not. Who's, who's putting that up? Uh, this is just an analytics site, Andy and Rono, who are like a fun little analytics follow. They're they're okay. they're they're ba- babies first analytics, which is not an insult. They're very it, it's very it's it sounded kind of insulting. No, it's, it's <laughs> anal- very simple analytics. Yes, they 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 kind of dumb a lot of it down and uh, mm-hmm. and not nothing wrong with that. I yeah, like but, Andy and Rono. They're a fun little follow. Like, I definitely, like, they're not who I go to for, like, my in-depth stuff, but um, I don't see it anywhere else, so that's weird. No, yeah. I would Public service announcements. Be 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 mindful. Of no, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
God, that would be such a weird moment because then I would be so right that the Florida Panthers won that trade. Ooh, I'm sorry. That was weird. Uh, <laughs> like the Panthers aren't doing well either, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If neither of them make the playoffs, that would be hilarious. It would be because we were supposed to have this great fucking battle between these two teams in the in the standings, like opposite ends of the spectrum. The Flames should have had the easier road. The fucking West sucks, but yeah, no. But then, and the Flames should have had the easier road, and then the Panthers, the a, a team that should be better than they are, fucking Paul Maurice. God, uh, yeah, that coach should never be hired. They like they need to fire him yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way. That a team, I mean, yes, there's a lot of change, but even their expected numbers are way higher than they are. Mm-hmm. Like, everything about their play suggests, like, well, something's causing them to not capitalize on opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a systems thing at this point, right? I mean, I mean, you know, put two and two together. What happens to Winnipeg once he leaves? They get pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing a look and then I was like, wait. That's not gonna roll through. <laughs> I am not on my A game. Yo guys, look at this. <laughs> wow! That's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. fucking awesome. Uh, boys have any closing thoughts? I clearly need some sleep. That's my yeah. closing slot. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. I just I just I just crashed within the last ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys enjoy your uh, beauty sleep. I'll be editing for the next two hours. So go fuck yourself. Happy birthday, Grace. And go bees. Happy birthday, Grace. Happy birthday, Grace. Go bees. Go bees. And go Grace. And go Grace. Later, boys. Bye.